You're listening to the Casting for Fun podcast, the show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad that you could join us today. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. This is the Casting for Fun podcast. I am your host, Albert Pineda, and this is for Wednesday, September the 13th, 2023. Uh, this week's episode is a little bit different than previous episodes. Uh, normally, I record ahead of time with the guests, uh, take time to edit it, and then get it released on Wednesday morning. Uh, I'm a little behind schedule, and I have no guests, <laughs> so it's just me talking, and I'm recording on the morning up. So this is as fresh as it gets as far as uh, episodes go. So I'm going to record this, edit it quickly as possible, and then get it out to you hopefully before... 11 a.m. this morning. So my regular listeners who do listen will be able to get an episode in on their Wednesday uh, for their for the Wednesday listening. So so anyways, yeah, this is uh, episode 88 of the show and I'm on a, a schedule, a tight schedule. So unfortunately, because I didn't quite have a guest lined up, I needed to get something out. In fact, actually, to meet my deadline, uh, you know, sorry, first world problems. <laughs> I, I really want to release my 100th episode on Wednesday, December the 13th. So in order to in this, if this is episode 88, then I need to record every single Wednesday, release a new episode without fail, with the one exception being the week of Thanksgiving. I think I'm going to take a break that week. Uh, so I'm going to probably do a little better with uh reaching out to guests, making sure I have somebody lined up. Otherwise, uh, I'll just be recording myself and it might just be a short conversation. I know I do have plenty of awesome guests who would be more than willing to come onto the show at last minute, such as, you know, Nick Turner, several other people as well. Uh, But I I decided that it is a good idea to every now and then do uh, a solo episode just to share some of my thoughts on entertainment news and stuff like that that interests me. And I promise that I won't go for too long. (laughs) Uh, So anyways, yes, so episode 88 of the show uh this week we uh there's lots of news going out in in the entertainment world uh such as the return of the nfl some big news with that uh some other news that have been of uh discussion topics on previous episodes of the show that i want to touch on as well and i also want to kind of fill you in on what's been going on with me with family stuff school stuff and then of course i i want to end off the show talking about recent tv shows that i've been enjoying on netflix that i think will be of interest to you and of course i'm always interested to hear recommendations from my friends so if you are watching enjoying a show right now let me know I'd, i'd love to check it out okay so um, before I jump into all the discussion topics for this week, and again, I'm going to be uh, all over the place as far as like what I'm discussing and uh, the topics at hand, but uh, I do want to take a, a moment to uh, reflect on and remember the events of September 11th, which was just two days ago. Uh, I think it's important that we we never forget. I mean, obviously, everyone will make wonderful, touching posts on the day of, and uh, it's it just a time to reflect back on the importance of family and friends and uh, getting the most of life, being the best person you possibly can be, because, you know, you never know when something horrific is going to happen and uh, you're no longer here on earth. It's, um, it was really touching to see some of the tributes. In fact, one of the ones that was kind of poignant to me was that somebody was posting the transcript of a, a conversation between a man who was on one of the planes and his wife. You know, to making sure to tell her that, you know, you that he loved her and it kind of explaining what was going on. But reiterating, first and foremost, that 
that he loved her and that he wanted her to be live the best life that she could. So again, we I, I when we take time to reflect on September 11th, we want to pay honor and reverence and respect to the brave men and women who demonstrated heroism that day to save others. And uh, and remember just to, to be the best person, best person we possibly can be because uh, life's not a guarantee and you'll stay close to your loved ones. Tell them you love them. So uh, yeah. Oh, anyway, so I want to go ahead and just take a break now. But again, I wanted to just make sure that uh, September 11th doesn't go by that I don't actually take the time to reflect on uh, the importance and significance of that day. But I'm going to go ahead and take a little break now. And then when I return, I'm going to jump into some talking points of uh, things that are going on in my life and some news, uh, recent news this past week that I wanted to share with all of you. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, for this segment, I want to fill you in on what's been going on with me and my family, and then, of course, talk about some uh, uh, sports news and a couple other uh, uh, aspects like that as well. So so first, I mean, I know during the summer months, particularly, like, I guess during the, the dog days of summer, my, my birthday month, which, again, I enjoy, but I admit that uh, it is really hot and not a whole lot of fun stuff's always happening at that time of the year. Uh, I, I get to the point where I'm saying, you know, I really just want the fall season to come around. But I guess you have to be careful what you wish for because now that Avery's back in school, I've been really, really busy. Uh, so, so Avery's active in soccer. Uh, they want me to be a parent volunteer for a referee. <laughs> so that's going to be a fun experience for me. I'm going to, um, I just had to take a formal online class to, to make sure I'm doing it right. And then of course, uh, We'll see if I actually uh, referee any of Avery's games. I mean, it'd probably be better for me not to, to referee, I guess, other kids' games instead. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. But uh, Avery's actively involved in, in soccer, actively involved in Girl Scouts now. Uh, she's doing swimming lessons once a week. So she's been really, really busy. And as a parent, for me, it's been really fun to see her do that. Because, again, I always uh, suggest and encourage that she should be actively involved in uh, extracurricular stuff so that she can be a well-rounded person. And I think it's fun. I think it's fun for her and it's fun for me to see. It is keeping me on my toes. Uh, Allison and I were both kind of on our toes, but uh, it's, it's been good for us as parents to see Avery as actively involved as she is. And when Liam gets a little bit older, I think he will be as well. So, so that's been pretty cool. Uh, next up, uh, you know, so I mentioned before that I am currently in grad school participating in an MBM program with uh, Azusa Pacific University. And I'm currently taking a class that I'm really enjoying. It's an international marketing class. And in this particular class, I have a, a semester long project that I'm working on. This particular project is that I'm supposed to choose a, a product that doesn't already exist in an international market. Uh, and then create a marketing plan on how you would actually introduce this particular project there. And, you know, the first thing that came to my head was uh, introducing Mountain Dew to the country of Brazil. Uh, as many of you know, listening to the podcast for a long time, you know that I did serve time uh, living in Brazil as a missionary for my church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And so I got to know Brazilian culture very well and got to see the drinks that they like to drink. There's a particular soda brand they like called Guaraná. That's a, a fruit-based soda, carbonated soda. 
that was really good. And in my mind thinking, hey, you know what? Mountain Dew doesn't exist in Brazil. And then recently I've tried different like the kind of the wacky, weird flavors of in uh, Mountain Dew soda. That's actually really, really good. It was actually like a blue raspberry that I tried a couple of weeks ago that I really enjoyed. So in my mind, I was thinking, you know what? The Brazilians probably love their uh, fruity sodas. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm thinking, hey, if Mountain Dew doesn't already exist with those type of brands of like fruit-based sodas, I think it actually could be really big in Brazil. So I, I sent a message to my buddy Kleber, uh, you know, Brazilian friend who's been on the show once before to get his take, you know, thinking, hey, what do you think? Would, would you drink Mountain Dew, particularly some of the, the weird, like uh, eccentric, but really tasty uh, fruit base uh, flavors and he hasn't responded yet so hopefully he responds soon and let, lets me know what he plans to do but the most important thing was that I did get the approval from my professor so I'm allowed to go ahead and move forward with this project and he gave me some high praise he said it was actually a pretty cool idea so that, excuse me that's encouraging for me to do and of course as I'm moving forward in school it is nice to be doing a fun project like this something that I actually enjoy and it would potentially help me in future career, which I'm kind of leaning towards marketing, possibly doing work in human resources as well. So this will be a really cool learning experience for me. So I just wanted to share that with my listeners to kind of give you a, a taste of what's kind of going on with me. Uh, last week, when I had my buddy Stephen Cable on, we talked about the, the split that happened between Disney and Spectrum, where ESPN channels and other Disney-owned channels left the cable network. Uh, it looks like the dispute was sort of settled, according to reports I read online. So I guess they got ESPN back so they can actually watch college football games uh, on Spectrum. But I guess not all of the Disney-owned uh, networks are returning to Spectrum, like FX and FF. FXX, a couple of ones like that. So I'm wondering if that's going to get resolved or is Disney going to be pulling out of the cable game and maybe strictly sticking only with streaming? That would be kind of interesting to see that, what happens in that regard. But for those who, who uh, have uh, subscriptions to Spectrum Cable, uh, you are going to get your sports back, which is pretty cool, as is my understanding. If you're not, still not able to, please let me know because I actually kind of want to get a little clarification on that. Uh, and then football's back. You know, um, the, the opening night for the Chiefs and Lions game was fun. I went and picked up some Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, got enough for the kids, uh, boneless wings for the kids, because that's probably what they would prefer. And both of them loved it. So then, and as a parent, that made me kind of happy to see that uh, Avery and Liam both enjoyed the uh, eight on the Asian Zing. Asian Zing is one of my favorites. It's probably my favorite flavor of wing that Buffalo Wild Wings offers. Uh, we got the orange chicken, which I think is very similar to Asian Zing. It's not quite as spicy, even though both of them are kind of sweet flavors. But yeah, both Avery and Liam both enjoyed uh, the uh, uh, orange chicken flavor of boneless wings. And it was a fun game. It was actually pretty cool to see it go, uh, be as close as it was and the Lions pull out the win. And then... Uh, uh, the Jets on Monday Night Football, the Jets and the Bills, that was actually pretty crazy as well to see Aaron Rodgers go down. And unfortunately, he does have an Achilles tear. I guess it's a pretty bad one. So he's done for the season, which is kind of unfortunate for him. But it was interesting to see the, the Jets back up, beat the Bills. So we'll see if ESPN's right in their uh, prediction that I had mentioned the previous week with Stephen Cable, that the ESPN was predicting the Jets to win their division over the Bills. But it'll be interesting how the rest of the season plays out with Aaron Rodgers' injury. And then on Sunday night, you had the Cowboys-Giants game, but that game was kind of boring. I thought it was a blowout game. Cowboys won four, 40 to nothing. Uh, in my opinion, again, because I'm a total homer for soccer, <laughs> I actually thought the Galaxy uh, tying St. Louis, the best team in the Western Conference of Major League Soccer, 
uh, was actually a more in, in interesting, fun game to watch, which was going on at the same time, uh, Sunday evening at five o'clock. But uh, but the Galaxy looking good. I mean, they're they're still at the bo- close to the bottom of the table, but they're catching up, building a gap between them and the last spot of the playoffs. So I think it's going to be a huge dogfight in Major League Soccer to see who gets in. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely be cheering on the Galaxy and watching games on uh, on Apple TV Plus whenever I get a chance to. So it's always been uh, fun for me at this time of year with so many sports going on. Uh, so yeah, so that's what's going on going on this week for sports. I'm going to take another quick break and then I want to take a close out this, the, this episode with one more segment talking about recent streaming shows on Netflix that I found re- that I find to be really enjoyable and fun. And I hope you guys choose do as well. So I want to go ahead and give you these recommendations when I come back for, for the podcast. to the show this will be the, the last segment for this particular solo episode that i'm doing uh, i wanted to talk about some streaming shows that i've been enjoying uh on netflix that i think will be of interest to other people as well uh so my daughter avery actually introduced me to the show is it cake 2 which is kind of a, a, a funny reality show where uh professional cake bakers or i guess aspiring cake bakers i don't know think they're professionals just yet uh they they make cakes out of like random like household objects and part of the game is that you have to try and guess which object is an actual piece uh actual cake and which one's the real object so like they were doing things like like, you know an ottoman like uh, making that into a cake or something weird or a lamp something weird to to that effect it was actually kind of fun to see it and my daughter avery was just getting way into it just trying to guess oh i think this one's cake oh no this one is not cake this one's cake so it was kind of a fun fun little show i mean those those type of shows aren't necessarily my cup of tea but it was kind of fun and enjoyable to watch that with her while we were on vacation last month and but but the shows that i really wanted to introduce the my audience too in the event that you guys haven't been watching them yet are uh the toys that made us and uh kelsey uh technically the toys that made us is a netflix show and kelsey is amazon prime uh kelsey is about the the kelsey brothers travis and jason uh so i'll I'll touch on that in a little bit but i want to go ahead and discuss the the show on netflix the toys that made us it's a documentary series uh that launched back in 2019 even though i only i only just heard about it a few weeks ago (laughs) i kind of wish i had heard about it sooner it would have been really cool to have been watching that show during uh covid during the height of lockdown uh, because it's actually a pretty fun show. It talks about toys from the 80s, which is the greatest era ever for toys, uh, but also dives into late 70s as well, because one of the episodes it talks about uh, is Star Wars toys from Kenner, which has been a really interesting, fun episode to watch. They do other uh, toys as well. So like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Transformers, G.I. Joe. In fact, G.I. Joe celebrating its 40th anniversary of when the cartoon show first launched, which I believe was yesterday on September 12th. Uh, and then, of course, they also focus on girls' toys, too, like so Barbie um, and My Little Pony and uh, other things like that. But but again, it's the boys' toys that are actually cooler, to be honest. <laughs> uh, and then they go into really, really depth uh, how the, the process came about for Kenner getting the license for Star Wars. It was kind of fascinating to learn some of the things from that episode, like uh, the deal that was set in place that uh, Kenner had worked out with Lucasfilm was that it was going to be uh, five cents 
for every dollar sold to George Lucas himself, five cents to 20th Century Fox, and 90 cents was going to go to Kenner for every dollar uh, a profit they get from the toys they sell. So the vast majority of the money from the toys on the merchandise side of things was going to Kenner. Whereas I think Lucas made a ton of money from other merchandise things because everything was merchandise as far as Star Wars uh, was concerned. But it was interesting to learn that and that apparently there was a, a annual deal set in place that uh, Kenner had to send in $10,000 annually to, to Lucasfilm and produce toys on an annual basis. And then Hasbro ended up taking over Kenner in the mid-90s. And apparently they weren't aware or didn't read the fine print of the contract. So they had breached the contract, meaning that Lucas was able to renegotiate the deal and get 18% of toy sales. So uh, again, I would imagine, yeah, since the majority of the, the costs, I, th I think all the costs for producing, manufacturing the toys are done by the the toy companies themselves. So that would make sense that they would take a bigger cut. But it was very, I think, business savvy of George Lucas to realize, hey, we can renegotiate this deal now, which I'm sure he probably would have wanted to do way back when uh, Star Wars became the cultural phenomenon that it is. Uh, and then it was also kind of interesting to read about or hear about rather on the documentary, uh, the launching of the Boba Fett toy, which apparently was going to be mail order only. Uh, right before Empire Strikes Back came out, but apparently uh, it didn't include its main selling point of the launching rocket that would actually launch from Boba Fett's back. And I think this was due to there was a uh, concern about it being a choking hazard of some type. That's what they kind of talked about on the documentary. Uh, but it was interesting just to hear the whole history and see all these cool toys uh, for Star Wars toys, which, again, for me, it was a really nostalgic thing to uh, uh, see and watch on TV because I love Star Wars action figures when I was a kid. It was really cool to go over the history as well. And all, all, basically everybody got an action figure except for uh, Grand Moff Tarkin and Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru because <laughs> they died. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the documentary mentioned that, that every single Star Wars character actually got a toy. And uh, between me and my brothers, we had so many of them. It was really fun to play with them and to kind of just see a documentary explaining such a huge uh, hobby and a fun thing that we engaged in when we were kids. Excuse me. Uh, the documentary is well done, but I have to admit, it kind of sugarcoats a little bit of like the, the Disney acquisition of Star Wars. And, and if the toys are actually being as profitable today as they were back then, my understanding is they are not. But they kind of like kind of glazed over that a little bit. So um, with that being said, though, I think the documentary still was very informative, even though it kind of catered maybe a little more towards Disney. And <laughs> not that that's a, not a terrible thing. But uh, but again, I mean, you want to obviously make a show that's going to or a documentary that's going to show the good aspects of Star Wars. And I'm hoping that the Star Wars brand can uh, get better and be more enticing for kids to want to buy toys. Uh, assuming that the toy sales aren't as doing as well, I've kind of heard that they are not, even though the documentary didn't give specifics, but suggested that they are doing well. So it, it, it's up for debate, I guess. But uh, but, but speaking of uh, the rejuvenating of Star Wars interests, uh, I really, really, I'm really excited to talk about the Ahsoka show when I get a chance to with my buddies. So uh, no spoilers yet. Uh, but again, I've been really happy with the show we've gotten so far. And, uh, and yeah, so I'm hoping that in a couple of weeks, I'll be able to touch base with some of my Star Wars friends like Fernando and uh, Nick and Chris. And we'll be, get, get together and sit down and watch the uh, talk about the Ahsoka show. But uh, one last thing that I want to talk about to conclude this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about the Kelsey Brothers documentary on uh, 
uh, Amazon Prime. It, I haven't finished it yet. It's actually a pretty long documentary, but it, it's 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 been pretty interesting and fun to to hear about the Kelsey brothers. I mean, I was very fascinated to hear and interesting to hear about uh, the concept that they were going to be or be the first pair to face each other in a Super Bowl at Super Bowl 57 last year. So that was pretty cool. The documentary goes into like their early childhood, their their family life and getting into breaking into the pro ranks. Uh, it focuses mostly on Jason thus far. But as we get to the end of the, the episode or the end of the documentary, I hope it really goes into in depth of them facing each other in the Super Bowl. Because that's actually the aspect that I want to hear the most. But uh, yeah, I think this has been a really cool documentary. If you get a chance to watch it on Amazon Prime, uh, take that opportunity. Uh, but again, I haven't finished it. But so far, I think it's actually been really, really good. So that's what I've been enjoying so far. Uh, those, so those would be the shows I would recommend for listeners to watch. Uh, Toys That Made Us and uh, Kelsey. And there's also one on Quarterback. Uh, another NFL documentary that's on Netflix. I haven't seen that one yet, but I'm wondering, wondering if any of my listeners have. And if you enjoy it, please let me know. So hopefully uh, I didn't ramble too much. <laughs> but again, I really want to get content out so I can meet my deadline for uh, Wednesday, December 13th for the 100th episode of the podcast. And I'll have some more news for about that episode probably in November, because again, that's going to be a live streaming episode. And I want to make sure that everybody who wants to participate is given an opportunity to do so. So yeah, come November, there'll be some more information about that as far as like being able to log on and join me on the Zoom link. Uh, well, yeah, so so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Next week, I'll be back with uh, a regular guest and it should be really fun. Okay, thanks everybody. You've been listening to the Casting for Fun podcast.